Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, the New York Jets. (laughs) Oh, boy, are the wheels falling off. Oh, man. We're going to have a lot to cover today. (laughs) Stuff, rumors flying about Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers has come out in his defense. He's talking about things. We're going to be talking about the Jets getting shellacked. Well, not really shellac, but getting beat by the Falcons. They got beat pretty handily. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing, you know, if we get to the Jets' upcoming game against the Texans as well. That's right around the corner. We have a lot to talk about, okay? Call in 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Listen, let me go ahead and get into the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love thinking about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? I always appreciate that. When you guys leave me some feedback and let me know what you think about the show. Your boy's also on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, okay? Subscribe to the podcast over there. Leave me some, leave me some feedback over there as well, and give me a five-star rating. Helps me, uh, you know, get the, uh, the show out there, and I appreciate everyone that does leave me some feedback over there as well. It's greatly appreciated, all right? I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. All right, follow your boy. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth and have discussions <laughs> and help, you know, talk about this football team. Let's help each other out, all right, in times like these. Because these are tough times. It's a tough time to be a Jets fan right now, all right? So going over, again, Twitter, at the Long Beach Joe, and uh, go ahead and follow. Let's go back and forth. The personal uh, Twitter page is at YoungJ000. Uh, that's my personal but again, the show's page is at the Long Beach Show. And for those of you that do not know, your boy does this show live. I do this show live, man. You know, we do. I put up a lot of content. Come on over to YouTube if you want to check out the live show. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay. Hit that subscribe button when you come on over. Give the videos a thumbs up. Share them across your social media with your friends and your family. And, again, when you subscribe, hit that notification bell, all right? So you'll be in the know. Put in that all button. And so when I post content, you will get the notifications for sure, okay? Now, keep in mind, when you come over here, man, you're going to have to deal with some people, all right? I call my chat the savages. You want to know why? Because they're savage. Listen, man, you, nobody's safe, okay? Nobody is safe from them, not even me, 
right? If they don't like what you bring to the table, if they don't like your takes, if they don't like what you have to say, trust and believe they will let you know, okay? And they're not shy about it. So just beware when you come over here, you're going to have to deal with the savages in the chat, all right? It is what it is. There's nothing I can do, all right? And salutes to all the ladies letting your boy know that he looks good. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. All right? I'm just working with what I've got. I'm not arrogant. Again, you can check out the live content, the live shows on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets, okay? Time to get into it. The lines are hot. We'll get to everybody again. 515-602-9639. Let's start out with this, okay? After getting beat by the Falcons, okay, which was a rough Lost to watch. Trust me, that was awful. Oh, brother. The offense was terrible. The defense did all they could. Bad calls. We'll get to that later on. So many penalties. It was insane. So you take a loss to the Falcons 13-3. to Now we roll into a couple days, and uh, rumors start to swirl, and reports start to come out about Zach Wilson. Now, keep in mind, this rumor or this report has been reported by Zach Rosenblatt, which is a New York Jets beat writer, and also Diana Rossini, who is an NFL insider, okay? Two very respected people. I want to say that. Now, the reports surrounding Zach Wilson go like this. The Jets were looking to turn back to Zach Wilson, after this Falcons loss. We know that they benched Tim Boyle. Uh, we'll be talking about him. He's now out of here. The, the Jets have released him. But they were looking to move on from Tim Boyle after the two games. He looked bad. He actually got benched in that Falcons game. They didn't want to have nothing to do with Trevor Simeon being the starter, according to these reports. They were going to go back to Zach Wilson, and he was going to be named the starter. Now, per this report, Zach Wilson made it very clear to players, to staff, and to coaches that he was reluctant to play and be the New York Jets starter because of a risk of injury. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Now, the report doesn't just end there. Not only, according to the reports, was he reluctant to come back and play and be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, He also had conversations, according to the reports, with Aaron Rodgers about this. Now, when I first heard this report, I said to myself, this is is strange. This is very strange because, you know, there's some things that if Aaron Rodgers, or excuse me, if Zach Wilson didn't want to play, you know, what what else are the Jets supposed to do with him, right? Now, after this report, though, Robert Sulla sat down with the media for his media day, okay? This was Monday. And I want you to hear what he had to say and his response to this report coming out about Zach Wilson being reluctant to play. I'm going to let you guys hear it. Robert, have you uh, decided on a quarterback this week? Uh, No, um, I'm, I'm still not there yet. Robert, can you um, comment at all on the report today that uh, Zach Wilson and the accuracy of the report that Zach Wilson is reluctant to play? Um, 
Well, let's be clear. Um, if he was reluctant to play guys, he wouldn't be here. All right. Uh, I actually coincidentally just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago, and we had a really good conversation. The young man wants the ball. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Um, and I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. Robert, have you uh... Now, as you heard out of Robert Sellers' mouth, he said himself, if Zach Wilson was reluctant to play, he wouldn't be here. And that was my first thought. That was my first thought. He would be gone. If, if he was reluctant to play, he would be gone, right? But then I also started to look at it from the other side. You know, Zach Wilson has been hit a lot. <laughs> he's been hit a lot since he's been here. If we just look at this season, Zach Wilson has been sacked 38 times. 38 times this season. The only two quarterbacks that have been sacked, the guys that are starters, that are, the only other two quarterbacks that have been sacked more than Zach Wilson is Sam Howell, you know, out there in Washington. He's been sacked 58 times. And Bryce Young, out there in Carolina, he's been sacked 44 times. Wow, right? So now I'm sitting back and I'm taking this all in, and I'm like, man, he's taking a lot of shots. But at the same time, again, if this were true, then Zach Wilson would more than likely be gone. But there was another part to this story, and we'll get to the lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, callers on the line, be patient. We will get to everybody, trust me. There's another part to this story, though. As the report said, Aaron Rodgers, right? Now, we know Aaron Rodgers is a guy, he doesn't, he doesn't hold his tongue. We've seen him come out in the past and kill Bosch, many uh, reports or criticisms or anything about him that have been spewed in the media. So I was waiting to see if Aaron Rodgers would say something, and lo and behold, he did. Today, he sat down with Pat McAfee, as he does, and he actually spoke on this report and these rumors that have been swirling surrounding Zach Wilson not wanting to play, being reluctant to come back and be the Jets starter because he's concerned about an injury. I want you folks to listen to Aaron Rodgers and hear what he had to say about this situation. Actual sources, made-up sources, why is someone willing to be a source, what are they gaining out of that, on and on and on. But when you uh, use sources, and whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character, like that report does for Zach. I have a, I have a real hard time with that. Okay, really so you're saying that that was an effort to maybe make Zach look like a worse human than a potential people already view. Yeah. I think that that was – how can he not read it any other way? I mean, you're basically saying that this Quit. this kid is, is quitting on the team and, and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. Um, now, listen uh, – I don't want to speak for him because he's going to get a chance this week to speak, and I'm going to let him speak. I'll tell you that I love the kid, and I spent a lot of time with him, uh, and um, I think he's uh, an amazing uh, young man, and he is young. You know, he's in his he's early 20s, and I've had a blast spending time with him. Um, he's gone through a lot of shit in the last three years, and he's got every right to be 
uh, frustrated and disappointed about it. I think he's done a good job of standing up and taking accountability this year um, when, when it's been his part to do it. Um, and I think that, uh, that if, if that's journalism now, if you're going to use sources and whoever that – I want to say the F word now. Um, you can't. We're doing journalism. But whoever <laughs> can't, that, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, that's one of the rules. What's one of the rules? I, uh, whoever that person is that, that thinks it's okay, number one, to talk to anybody like that, I don't understand what you get out of that, number one. But number two, what, do you, what is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? Um, and that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from and put a stop to it privately uh, because there's no place in, in a winning culture where, and there's been, this is not the only time. There's been a bunch of other leaks. Big that, city, that a lot out. of reporters. Now, here, you have Aaron Rodgers coming out and speaking about it as well. Okay? Plain as day. Now, here's the deal, right? Aaron Rodgers did say that he's going to allow Zach Wilson to speak, uh, you know, for himself. And that's going to come, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's tomorrow. I think he, he was hoping that, uh, Zach Wilson would speak tomorrow. We'll see. But he's going to allow Zach to speak for himself. Now, what he did speak on, as you folks just heard, was the leaks and the character assassination. That has been put out by this report, right? And that was what I thought to myself when I heard this report. And, again, I'm not disrespecting anybody. I'm just giving my take on the situation. If Zach Wilson really did not want to come back and be the, Jets New, York, be the New York Jets starting quarterback, right, when given a chance, and again, we'll get to all of the callers in just a second. If this report is true, I think they would cut him. I do. Because this is still an evaluation year for Zach Wilson, right? Even though we know it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' year and Zach was supposed to sit back and learn, that's not the way that this thing played out. And to this point, Zach Wilson has shown flashes of being a guy that could possibly lead your franchise every now and then, he'll show you the arm strength, the, the, the accuracy and the athleticism. There's been flashes, the Chiefs game. There's been other, you know, games this year we've been like, wow. But it's lacked consistency, right? But, again, this was a year where we're hoping to see him take the next step, and he is a bit better than he has been in the past. But if when he's supposed to be handed the ball, and go out there and play, he basically quits on himself, he quits on the team, and then pretty much gives the middle finger to the organization that drafts him, what exactly would the Jets still have him on the roster for? Because if you can't put him out on the field to evaluate him, if he's not here to be the number two quarterback, then what is the point of it? Right? That's what I was thinking to myself. And then also, as we continue to talk about this situation, also – if he was to actually come out and say this to the Jets, right, then wouldn't that also signal to the rest of the league not to, do, not to deal with him at all either? Because if he'll do this to the New York Jets, if he'll sit back and tell them that he's not going to go out on the field because it's not, you know, the greatest and most ideal of situations, then why would any other team pick him up to come in and be a backup quarterback? Because that's what he'd be at this point. Why would any other team pick him up to be a backup quarterback come into their organization? Why would they do that? Because generally backup quarterbacks 
you know, usually come in and play in situations that are not ideal. So that's what started to make me wonder as well, right? Because something like this, if he, according to the reports, if he did come, this could ruin his entire career, not just here with the Jets, but with the league, period. There would be teams around the league that wouldn't want to have anything to do with him. That's what made me kind of wonder about this report. And then again, Aaron Rodgers also spoke about the leaks being an issue within the organization. It's kind of strange. It was a time when uh, <laughs> leaks were, they just weren't happening, right? But we've seen stuff here and there start to come out here and there. But you would wonder if this leak is actually legitimate, right? But, of course, Aaron Rodgers said they've got to sure this up privately, right? And he also said whoever is going around trying to leak stuff to the media or saying anything like this, trying to assassinate Zach Wilson's character, that this is chicken poop. Okay, and I'm going to say chicken poop. Okay, he, he said another word, but this is YouTube. I got to be careful. Okay, he said chicken, you know, it starts with an S and ends with a T. All right. So we're still, I'm still wondering about this report. Okay. Because so far, Robert Sulla has come out and said that he had no knowledge of it and that Zach Wilson came to him ready to go, wants to start, wants the ball, wants to play. Why Robert Sulla wouldn't name a starter quarterback, I don't know. That's another question for me as well. That's, that's on the next step of this situation. I don't know why he wouldn't do that. And then you have Aaron Rodgers coming out basically saying this is just character assassination, right? So we're going to be talking about this tonight, 515-602-9639. Also, the New York Jets have released Tim Boyle, as I spoke about a little bit earlier. He is now gone. He played, what, started two games for the Jets, uh, the Dolphins game, and then this past Falcons game. Terrible in both of them. Um, offense looked worse than when Zach Wilson was the starter, to be completely honest with you guys. Um, a lot of people talked about him being a savior for the New York Jets. And I know people are backtracking and moonwalking now, but I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. I was talking about how Zach Wilson was not the biggest problem on this offense. I never said, and I continuously said, he is not Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. But there's bigger problems than him on this offense, and I think we've started to see that. I think we're starting to see that this offensive line, outside of Makai Becton, is suspect. Joe Tipman has shown some flashes. He could, he's a kid that could really be good for us. But that right side of the offensive line is, whoa, there's major issues there, right, whether it be whoever, right? And we've seen that. We've seen that this line and the penalties, the excessive penalties, all those things have continued on um, and that there's big issues. Play calling, we've seen this be an issue in the past. I talked about Alan Lazard as well. He was eventually benched. He actually played – in the game, I don't think he had any catches, nothing. He had like one target, zero catches. So all of these things are things that have been talked about, and Tim Boyle didn't solve any of those problems. And for those of you that were screaming for Trevor Simeon as well, he was even worse. <laughs> he was even worse because he played in the game too because Tim Boyle was actually benched in the third quarter, I think with like 26 seconds left. He was bad too. So the New York Jets released Tim Boyle signed Brett Rippon off of the Seattle Seahawks practice squad. So he's here. Keep in mind, he does have a relationship with Hackett. He was with Hackett and with the Broncos 
uh, when Hackett was the uh, coach there, and he actually started two games. So he knows this, he knows the system. It is going to be very, very interesting to see how this continues to move forward. I don't know what to make of this report. I'm leaning more on the side of it's not true, but this is wild. <laughs> this is wild. This is the best. The only thing I can say, this is so wild to me because this is something I, I've never heard of, at least publicly, you know, be shared, that a guy, you know, has basically confessed to multiple people within the organization that he does not want to come back and play because he's concerned about uh, injury. Because you know what that tells you as well? And this is another point, too, of why I think I'm leaning more towards it's not, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a right report, that it's not as credible as, as people are trying to make it sound, that maybe the report is, you know, a little bit made up or maybe something was taken out of context. When you start thinking about injury risk, right, that says to me that you're thinking beyond you being a New York Jet. Because if you tell them you don't want to play for sure, you're gone. So you're already thinking about not being in a Jets uniform. You already got one foot out the door. That in itself should get you cut. (laughs) That in itself should get you up out of here, right? That's what I would think. But he's still here. And Tim Boyle was released. And I know that there's a lot of people, and we'll come to the lines in just a second. 973, I see you. Monty, we're coming to you. Okay? We're coming to you. Just one second. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Put your thoughts. I see all of y'all. Salutes to G, Venom G's. I see you in the building. GM, Jack, I see you, all of y'all. I'm telling you, Michael, Christopher, all of y'all. I can go on forever with these names. I will come to y'all. Put your thoughts in the chat. But there were people also possibly thinking that maybe Tim Boyle was the person that leaked this report to the media. I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying that he was immediately cut and then Brett Rippon was brought in. I don't know. That's some things that people are saying, and G said that in the chat. Salutes to you, Savage. He says the report come out. Next day, Tim Boyle's cut. Coincidence. There's, there's some Jets fans that are thinking that. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that this report is wild. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all callers. When you call in, be patient. We will get to everybody. Trust, okay? I just wanted to fill everybody in on the situation. Break it down, okay, to make sure that there was no <laughs> no questions about, you know, what was going on here, all right? Uh, also, make sure when you call in that your phone line's good. I need to be able to hear you for my new callers. There's no cursing on my show, okay? I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast, all right? <laughs> fast and a report can come out that Zach Wilson doesn't want to be the Jets star. That was fast. Oh, man, the, the Savage is going to let me have it for that. I always get told it's too soon, Joe. Don't be joking about certain stuff. It's too soon. I like to joke sometimes, all right? Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. If you want to get to the platform, Super Chats there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you get to the platform is greatly appreciated, all right? All I wanted was Aaron Rodgers to be the Jets' starting quarterback this year. That's all I wanted, man. 
Is this too much to ask? Let's get to the lines. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in first. Caller we're going to is Monty. Monty, I'm coming directly to you. 973, we'll come to you in a second, Steve. I see you. Hold on. For those of you that do not know, okay, Monty, he's a savage. Yes, sir. Monty, salutes. Good to speak with you. Haven't spoke with you in a what's while. Going, what's, what's going on, man. man? What's going on? I'm turned up tonight, man. I'm, t- I'm turned up. Monty? I'm turned up. Hey, hey. We got hey, reports. Hey, Joe. We got reports. It's one of them nights. Exactly I've been cool. I, I call, every time I called in, I've been cool. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. yeah. been going back and forth. It's been kumbaya. <laughs> I've not been fired up or anything like that. But no, I'm 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 totally fired up, man. I'm ready to unleash on every everybody from Woody Johnson okay. to to uh your boy Robert Salad. I'm not even calling him Solid, man. I'm calling him Salad. And then your boy Damn. Joe Douglas, man. Your boy Joe Douglas, Damn. man. The mountain. The mountain of a man himself. Yeah, I'm t- I'm I'm tired of all these guys. I don't blame you know what, Joe, I don't blame Zach, man. I honestly don't. You know, did he play? Has he played the best football? I would, I would say, I would say, I would say no. I would say no. But the the Jets have did a, a, a terrible job with Zach, and they have publicly shamed him. Uh, they made him look like he was the scapegoat. This is, this is, uh, this is even last year. You know, when he said, you know, he came out with his comments and. You know, everybody wanted to be done with Zach. Zach was in this, you know, Zach was in this, you know, second year. He going in this third year. Sometimes you just gotta let a kid develop, man. And when you come come out publicly, even though he wasn't playing well, and I admit, Zach was not playing well last year. He wasn't playing. You know, he was playing okay. He was terrible last year. Uh, he was terrible. Yeah, he was Mark. terrible. He was terrible. He was un. He was un. He was so bad last year. But, he was unplayable, but like I, I just look at that from just a developmental uh, point of point of view, man. It's like he was just wasn't getting the the correct amount of coaching. Like, man, dude, I literally watched the the Bengals Jazz game yes, yesterday, man. I watched uh, Jake Browning go in, man, and just light it up versus the Jags. I watched uh, Trevor Lawrence get hurt, and his backup comes in, and and he looks. It's just like, man, it's a it's just a organ organizational. Uh, I don't know, just a failure, like a flaw. Like, failure like, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, failure offensively. Like we we've seen this with Sam Sam Darnold. It's just like they just don't know how to coach offensively, man. And yeah. and Zach was just the latest casualty, man. So I I don't blame Zach if he doesn't want to go in there. You know, um, this all offensive line is terrible. The coaching is terrible. You know, and <laughs> I think this is the highest his value is probably probably gonna get because i i think a lot of people are looking at it like man like what is hackett doing like hackett his offense looks so terrible and then when you bench zach it looks even worse so that that lets everybody know like man like he's just not getting coaching yeah here's here's the thing here's the thing monty and i want to have this discussion with you and again 515-602-9639 is the number call in look i want to have this discussion with you okay it, it, it's been tough, okay? It's been tough. We know the New York Jets have been searching for quarterback situation. Was Zach great last year? No. Now, have there been failures with him? 
I think there mm-hmm. was a failure. If there was a big failure, because you can't say it's what they put around him. They did a lot to put a lot of weapons around him, right? Garrett Wilson, C.J. Uzama. There's been various stuff they did along the offensive line. I know the line is not playing well right now, right? But, again, there was a lot of injuries along this offensive line. I think people okay. have to keep that in mind, too, okay? I'm just stating the facts. I'm not defending. I'm just stating the facts of what's here. People are often forgetting that there is a lot of injuries along this line, and we are on our, like, fourth and fifth stringers at certain points. The only guy that's really holding up and being solid this year for us, healthy, has been Makai Beckton, right? Everybody else Man, is say, very no, up no, and no, down. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to cut you off, Joe. I, I, I gotta what? cut you off. I live in I live in what? Cleveland. I live in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. literally watch the Cleveland Browns play, and they have none of their tackles. They're down. They're they're banged up on their offensive line. They don't. They're down mm-hmm. to their fourth string quarterback. They have Joe Flacco going in there and throwing for two touchdowns. So mm-hmm. like no, listen, I, we we listen, as Jets fans, man, on, we just make excuses for me- mediocrity, man. Hold, hold, like hold I'm tired on, of it, man. I also hold on. I also look. I, I'm just saying we have starters, but my the biggest issue I think has been this year has offensively has been Nathaniel Hackett. That to me is has been he has been Bingo. terrible at times. He has been terrible, and I've said this, ding, ding, but ding. when I was saying this, people told me that the biggest issue was Zach Wilson. It's not Nathaniel mm-hmm. Hackett. It's not. It's, it's, mm-hmm. And I also brought up Alan Lazard. I, I put him to the fire for three weeks straight before they benched him. I was talking about this guy is trash. He is running terrible routes. He drops footballs. That's another thing as well. The Jets were second in the league in drops at one point in this season. I think it's right when they benched Zach Wilson. They were dropping footballs. It was wild, right? But yes. getting back to this yes. report and what we're talking about, because we're talking about the failures with him, I think the biggest failure was they should have had – he shouldn't have been named the, 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 the backup quarterback. And I talked about that in the offseason. Everything was about putting him in bubble wrap and allowing him to learn from Aaron Rodgers. They should have truly brought somebody in, and I don't know who it could have, could have been. I know that they looked at uh, Tim Boyle as the guy that could have been that, but even then he was beating Tim Boyle in preseason. They should have brought somebody in or even kept Mike White so that Zach Wilson would have been in bubble wrap and would have never been seen. Zach Wilson should have been the third quarterback, regardless of what he was doing in the offseason. It was not handled that way. It wasn't set up. And here we are. And not only that, I also think another key piece as well, when we talk about the issues along the offensive line, was Dwayne Brown. Make, okay. Thinking that he was going to be a guy that you could depend on to play left tackle, I thought was a major mistake by Joe Douglas in this organization. Mm-hmm. Because and that, one, that was the question Dwayne on the Brown, offensive line. Yes, that was the big question, and I and I talked about mm-hmm. that all off season too. Because Dwayne Brown was on IR last season. People act like he mm-hmm. wasn't, but he was. He was on IR he last was. season. He missed time, and not only that, bro. People talk about Dwayne Brown like he's Trent Williams. He's not. He's a mm-hmm. average to below average ass tackle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when, you, yeah. when you literally gift wrap the left tackle days, position his, his for all him. pro years were, you know, five, six years ago. Yeah. So, so they, they name, weren't uh, any him, recent years. Yeah. So when you name him the starting left tackle and you gift wrap it for him and you make Makai the right, and then when he fails, you go back to Makai, that opens a hole at right tackle. And then the other injuries came as well. So that was a big issue for me. And, again, I know there's injuries along the offensive line. I talked about it earlier. But those two shots, 
really hit and they continue to go forward. Now, we're talking about this situation, Monty, and you, from what you're saying, mm-hmm. believe that these rumors are – or you believe that these reports are true, clearly, from what you're saying. I definitely – That's yeah, what I'm thinking. I definitely believe that, okay. they, that they are so true because any smart person would tell – like, mm-hmm. why, why, why would you go – why would Zach want to go back in there and damage the only leverage that he, he has? He could just sit out. Everybody's looking at it. But from, if, we haven't scored, we haven't came close to scoring an offensive touchdown, and so mm-hmm. that lets everybody know, like it's just incompetence as far as offensive coaching. So if I'm Zach, if, if I'm Zach, I don't think it was Zach though, mm-hmm. uh, Joe. I think it was more so. I think it was probably his agent. It was probably his agent and people around him. Like you know, mm-hmm. hey, don't 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 go back in there. Like I, you know, I know for a fact. You know we're gonna get looks from from other teams, and you're gonna they're mm-hmm. gonna cut you anyway, so you might as well just sit out. Because they said it, Robert Robert Sala has said it. You know, it, I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw the the video with uh, Joe Beninga, but he basically said he didn't he don't he doesn't like Zach Wilson. He doesn't like him. So if your head coach doesn't yeah. like your your uh, a quarterback, you're the leader on the team, the supposed leader on the team. Mm-hmm. Why 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 would you why would you go to war? You know, for but for, then, for here, here's my question. and bail them out. Here's my question: Is that if if these rumors are true, and again, I'm listening just like y'all, and I'm hearing. If they're true, why not just release them then? Because if 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 what you're saying is true, and he's already thinking about leverage, and he's already got one foot out the door, why not just move on from him? If he's not going to play because he just is not going to go out there, then what use is he to the New York Jets? Why don't they just cut him if this is true? Because they're scared. They're scared. They're scared of what? They why they they're, they're deactivated they're him twice they, already. Because they, they deactivated why? him twice and they also benched him. Why? What are they scared because, of? They, because why? Why? What? With all the injuries that's going on in the league this year, why would you cut? Why would you cut Zach Wilson and let him go to another roster? Why would you do? That? He's not playing. He's gonna, it, but he's not playing though. But, but you don't. But you he's, don't. He's but not you playing. Don't, it's it's you like. Don't, it's you're make, you're like going to make the organization roster that is useless because he's not going to mm-hmm. go out there and play. If these rumors are true from what you're saying, and I'm listening to everybody, if they're mm-hmm. true, he is not going to go out there and play, even if you tell him to. So what use is he to you? What use is he to you? If he goes to another I, roster, why, why are y'all so worried about that? According to everybody that I've – you said it last yourself. Zach Wilson is trash. What are you scared of? Mm-hmm. If you're scared that he's mm-hmm. going to go somewhere else and flourish, that means there's, there's he has he's talent and you're wasting it. That's what that means. Yes, yes. So they had, if you're been, wasting they've his been talent, like I, that's why I don't think he's, I don't think they're scared. That's why I don't think that this report is. I, I think I think with to be completely honest, I think that maybe he had a conversation with someone about. And again, this is just me assuming. I'm going to give you the last word on this because we got a, I got other mm-hmm. callers. I think he okay. was having a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. and maybe he was just expressing, "Look, we got to make some changes, or we got to do some things differently offensively, because this line is not holding up." And I'm worried about going out there and getting decapitated because I want to play. And if I go out mm-hmm. there and get decapitated, there's going to be some issues. Maybe he was having a conversation along those lines with someone, maybe, yes. and the conversation yes. was kind of taken out of context, and it went into, well, he has concerns about protection, so he has concerns about getting injured and he doesn't want to play. 
That's the only way that I think that this can happen. Because I'm, I personally believe, just like Sulla said, if he didn't mm-hmm. want to play, they would get rid of him. There'd be no reason. Mm-hmm. He hasn't shown yeah. you the talent to yeah. be a starter. He hasn't. I mean, you guys benched him, so he isn't an adequate backup, or why else would you bench mm-hmm. him? Right? So it's like, yeah. what is the point of having him here? Can, give me, I'll let you have the final word on this. So I, so, and so I think what I think what was reported was true. Now, was that said to the Jets organization? I don't know. I don't think it was said to the Jets organization. That's why when we saw Robert Sala's press conference, he got up there. He said nobody said anything to me about it. And I mm-hmm. genuinely think nobody said any anything to the Jets organization about him being reluctant to not go back in there. But I do mm-hmm. think that that was said to somebody uh, you know, maybe a quarterback, uh, another quarterback, or somebody uh, one of his hand, and they got leaked out. And they probably mm-hmm. asked him about it. They probably brought him to the office, asked him about it, and he said, "Yeah, I want, I want the ball. I, want, I, I do want to play." That's mm-hmm. what I think happened. You know, I don't think that he just went out, went went to Joe Douglas and just said, "Like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. I'm all right." I just think that there was conversations that that were were being had about him being reluctant to go and play yeah. football for the organization. And that's and that's yeah. it. You know, I don't think I I don't think he's bold enough to just go and say, "No, I'm 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 not playing whatsoever." I just think that mm-hmm. in his mind that's what I think his agents, I think people around him, I think that's what they would want. I think deep mm-hmm. down inside really that's what Zach would want, but I don't think mm. Knowing Zach's personality, I don't think that he would go and if Joe Douglas or if Robert Sala asked him, hey, we want you to start, you know, this week, I don't think Zach Wilson would just say, no, I'm not going, I'm not going in. I just think mm-hmm. that it was just a, a private conversation that got leaked. And I, I mm-hmm. really honestly feel that's probably what Zach Wilson wants to say. That's what he – you know, he truly feels because of the public embarrassment, because of him being the scapegoat. And, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you know, uh, the the head coach is put, putting him in a position to fail. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to look at it. I, I mean, if you're looking at the job uh, Robert Sala has done, he's not putting them in any type of position. Quarterbacks either. They're not trying, man. You see, every time it's third and ten, they're not even, they're not even trying to complete the complete a pass. Or uh, complete yeah, a pass I, for a first time. They're just trying to do a check yeah, down. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's just it's, a sad it's, situation, this is, man. This season, it's, yeah, it's this a season situation. continues to it continues to spiral. We'll see what happens going forward. There's talks of Aaron Rodgers trying to come back. I I just want to see him next year, man. This and that's just, a, that's another call in for another day. I'm just yeah, even before, the Aaron Rodgers thing, thing, man. I'm starting because I got to slide off. Jesus. We got an upcoming game with the Texans. Give me your final score prediction quickly, man. Ooh, this is gonna be and this is gonna be a big game, man. Um you got Danico Ryan's going against his uh his uh, mentor, uh mm-hmm. Robert Sala. Yeah. I I I got the Texans I got the Texans, man. What's this? Uh twenty four twenty four to three. Ooh, twenty four. Twenty four twenty four to six. All right, listen, Monty, I got to slide off. There's no, have there's no, no way you enjoy man. watching this, man. There's no way you enjoy watching this <laughs> office. There's no way. Listen, man, 
I love the Jets. I, I, this offense is, is, is it's rough to watch. But Horrible. I'm still yes. here, man. All right, Monty, you have yourself a good one. Listen, we're going to keep moving. I got callers. We'll get to everybody. Trust. Be patient. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Again, we're taking all callers. Jeez Louise, man. This has been a really rough, rough season so far. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Michael in the chat says, the Jets, the Jets offense, excuse me, is historically bad in the red zone percentage, third down efficiently, and three and outs. Fewest TDs and the Jets have more safeties than TDs in the first quarter. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it's two safeties, like, like uh, Michael was saying, in the first quarter. We have more safeties by our defense than touchdowns in the first quarter. Wow. 515 is the number. Call in again when you call in. Be patient. We're getting to everybody. It's a two-hour show. Trust. We're getting to everybody. Next! We're going to go to Omar. Omar, we're coming to you. BK, we see you. You're next. And then Steve, salute. 973, I see you as well. Salutes to you, Omar. For those of you that do not know, Omar, he's a savage. I'm, I'm not a savage. I'm, I'm, I'm not a savage. I'm just a burnt out Jets fan that's tired of the crap. That's that's what. <laughs> Omar, good to speak to you again, man. Well, we got uh, well, reports here that uh, Zach Wilson is reluctant uh, to play. Aaron Rodgers has come out and spoken against it. We've seen Robert Sella come out and say that, you know, Zach came and told him that he wants the ball and he wants to start. What do you make of this, man? Do you think it's true? Well, here's the thing. I had some reluctance as to the validity of this story. And first and foremost, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas to you, first and foremost. I mean, it rude of me not to say hi, but... but. No, (laughs) happy holidays to you and to everybody else as well. I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah, but um, it seems like this report is actually pretty true because the reporter who uh, wrote this article, Diana Rusina, as you know, who's a pretty reputable reporter who used to work for ESPN, is now with The Athletic. The Athletic mm-hmm. is owned by the New York Times, and apparently you need at least editors and uh, valid sources for a story to be published. So earlier today in the afternoon, she was interviewed in the Michael K. Show here in, the e- in ESPN New York, and she did confirm that she had multiple sources, multiple players, coaches, and people within management that were aware of this, uh, of Zach's reluctance to play. And yeah, I mean, I can understand it was maybe like one person to, you know, leak that, you know, to the reporter, but we have multiple people, you know, stating this. And, you know, even if you listen to Robert Sala's press conference, even Aaron Rodgers interview with Pat McAfee, I mean, they're trying to downplay it, but they really didn't outlie say it was a flat-out lie either. They didn't uh, outright deny the source. I'm, I'm assuming there has to be some truth to this, Joe. Well, and, and I hear I hear what you're saying, Omar, and there were people that saying they didn't flat-out deny it. But in my, when I, I listened to what Aaron Rodgers said, he said that he would let Zach Wilson speak for himself. 
But he talked about the character assassination and how all of these things, these leaks and all this stuff, like you're trying to destroy this kid and all these things. So to me, when when he said that, it was him saying that it wasn't true. That, yeah, I know. That's that, he, he, because, guess, again, in the report, in the report, it said that Zach Wilson had talked directly to him about this. And he never said that Zach Wilson talked to him about it at all. But in the reports, it says that him and Zach Wilson had discussions about this. He didn't yeah, say any of that. I, and then you, yeah, and then Robert I, Sella, people are saying, hold on, people are saying that Robert Sella didn't deny it. But Robert Sella literally said if he did not want to play, he wouldn't be here. If he was reluctant yeah, to go out and, there, he wouldn't be here. He's still on the roster. Yeah, and that, I get and that's that. that's my question but, next to you, Omar, is that if – and, again, I'm listening like everybody else, and I want to hear from everybody else. We're going to get to everybody mm-hmm. on the line. Salute Saul Savages. If this is true, why haven't the Jets just cut Zach Wilson? I don't know. Why? Maybe, well, you know, here's the thing. So – and I understand maybe you could deny the reports also, but, you know, how's to say that you don't know if Robert Sala or Aaron Rodgers aren't lying either? I mean, remember, and, and not to, you know, make this a controversial topic, but, you know, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, you know, what was that whole thing about the whole vaccination that he said that he was immunized when in reality he never did get a vaccine? So you, look, listen, I don't want to talk poorly about Aaron Rodgers. Everybody has their own opinions to their own you know, their stances on vaccinations and stuff. But, I mean, I mean, he's, he, he's been caught before being dishonest. And to be frank, I mean, the, the Jets right now, they know this is a very damning uh, report, so they're just trying to, you know, basically just cool the waters and put out the fire the best they can because there's still five more weeks to this season. So, okay. regardless, we all know Zach is out, so – and also another reason maybe also is because, you know, Aaron Rodgers does have a lot of power in that organization. So, you know, he did bring in a lot of people. A lot of people do respect him in that organization. And, frankly, uh, he he does uh, have a, a solid relationship with Zach. So maybe he's sticking up for his guy and he's telling him, being a good friend is telling him, no, what you're doing right now, you're ruining your career. Because, obviously, Joe, if you have your quarterback – you know, already has his mind, you know, already out the door, then, you know, why, why are you going to bust your butt for him? So this, this is a pretty – this is a very serious allegation that the Jets and Zach yeah. Wilson will have to resolve. Yeah. Listen, and, and you're right, Omar, and again, I, that's why I'm wondering if this was true, why wouldn't they move on from him? But I got to slide off, Omar. I got other callers. I know we got an upcoming game with the Texans. Give me your final uh, – for your final score prediction for Jets-Texans. I don't know what's going to be the score, but it is going to be a loss. I'm sorry. <laughs> Until I can see the Jets score multiple touchdowns, we're not winning any games. Oh, well. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-969 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Everybody be patient. I want to hear from everybody. Next. We're going to BK. BK, I'm coming to you. Jeremy, I see you in the building. Steve, 973 salutes. For those of you that do not know, BK, he's a savage. (laughs) BK salutes. Listen, we are sifting through all of the stuff that has been put on the plate of the New York Jets right now. 
reports coming out that Zach Wilson is reluctant to come back and be the starter for the Jets. Robert Sella spoke against the reports. Aaron Rodgers spoke against them. What are your thoughts, man? Do you think this is true? Yo, Joe. Oh, this this Venom, yeah. Joe. This is that. Oh, my this bad. Situation. Sorry, Venom G's again. Yeah. I apologize, Venom G's. He is a savage. Savage. I apologize, Venom. Oh, my know. bad. What are your yeah, thoughts no on the situation, no Venom? Oh man, so it seems like we having these conversations more and more frequently now, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, about Zach again. <laughs> we talked about Zach again. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about this situation, man. It just seems kind of messy, but this organization is messy, and so you know, I, I don't. I really don't know, Joe. This is this is just crazy that we even talked about it. I can't even. I never heard of a football player saying I'm not going to go in. I'm not going to go yeah. in. It's 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 yeah. the opposite way where you got to keep them off the field instead of saying. I've never heard anybody say, nah, I'm not going in, coach. I don't even want to go in. The amount of money you're paying you, you better get in there. Yeah, and and that's what, and again, you know, I'm here to listen. I want to hear from everybody. But what stuns me is, is that, first off, we've heard of these leaks and reports before. Even, okay, look at the situation Mm -hmm. with Aaron Rodgers. Everything that was surrounding him becoming a New York Jet, there were so many reports and crazy things that were reported about him that he himself came out and was like, that's completely false. And not only did he say it was completely false, we saw that it was completely false throughout the whole, Mm -hmm. you know, working out of the trade or even just about him as a person. So all of that, you know, watching all of that stuff in the off season as he was coming here and even with him being here, there was so many false things reported about him and stuff. Look, I, 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 I take this with a grain of salt, but I look at it and I say to myself, if Zach Wilson was saying no and was saying he would not go out there and play, what would be the point of keeping him on the roster? Why yeah, wouldn't you just yeah, give him That's exactly right. Yep, that's that, exactly that, right. That's my own, and when I ask, and, and again, I've had discussions with so many people, but when I ask that, it's like nobody really has a – a thought process on it. Even earlier, people were like, well, maybe the Jets are scared. Scared of what? He hasn't shown you that he could be a franchise quarterback. Not until this point. Joe, there's been flashes here and there. But there's been nothing to, to say that this, this guy is talented enough to do anything at all. But, Joe, just at to give all. a little pushback, this organization, things that we think that should be done, this organization doesn't do. Like, they, they told us that Zach would have been in bubble wrap. Like you said, even if they kept Mike yeah. White, they couldn't even keep Mike yeah. White because they wanted Zach to feel a certain way. They don't want no competition for this dude to say, okay, yo, you're the number. You, you. It's not like him and any other quarterback when Patrick Mahomes came in, he sat behind Alex Smith. He, they don't mm-hmm. want Zach. Don't, they, don't, they never gave him a challenge to face adversity or nothing with any other quarterback. Even if they saw Mike White was better, they was like, nah, we, we're going to go with Zach. And now, you know, he's probably, you know, at a place where he's like, man, I should, you know, forget this. Or, or if these reports are true, I don't think they are. Because, like I said, this is tough to you, – you, you auditioning right now for the next team, for the next 31 other teams, 
to be a backup or whatever. So I I, under, I yeah. think he understands that. And if this is if this is his, his last stop, he's going to try to you know put something on tape to make sure that that some another team can see it. At least that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Because I'm, this is this isn't his last stop. He has a lot of football left in him. You know. Mm-hmm. So I know he can't say this this is the last stop, but with this organization you always have to second guess, man. You always have to second guess mm-hmm. because they don't always do the right thing. We if it, yeah. if they always did the right thing, our offensive line would look a lot better than it does. We've been screaming that for two two, three years now. Mhm. Yeah. Listen, I I don't know, but I want to get your thoughts on this, man. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that Robert Sulla wouldn't come out and name a starting QB. Was that strange to you? Because that was hella strange yeah. to me. I don't know why he wouldn't name a starter, and I'm confused about why because it's pretty obvious, right, who it should I know, be or Joe. should be. What, what, it should be, that, it should be Zach, Joe. It should be Zach. Well, when you got three different poops, you know, on the floor, <laughs> it's like, yo, who, 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 which one are you going to pick first? Who are you going to talk yeah. about first, Sam? <laughs> this looks, yeah. Joe, just this, oh, man, I couldn't even watch this game this weekend, man. It was worse and worse. And then looking at Zach, you, you think about, and I only, I'm the person that always says, it got to be something else. It got to be a quarterback because we saw with, with LaFleur when he was in here, it wasn't the scheme. It was the quarter. It was Zach, the way he was operating it. So I'm thinking I have the same perception in my mind. But then when I see other quarterbacks, dude, it's, it's this, this, this offense, I don't know what they're teaching these guys, but you saw mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson open at least four times going down, and y'all not hitting mm-hmm. this man. Y'all, I, I it's, it's something going on with the quarterbacks. And if you, like you said, we all, all say you should have more competent quarterbacks behind Aaron Rodgers. If Zach was in bubble wraps, you should have somebody behind Aaron Rodgers and have Zach at the third. And even mm-hmm. if and, and they're scared to do that because they don't want this kid to feel like he's not a NFL quarterback. They're scared to hurt his, hurt his um, pride. So, you know, you know even, with, even with these reports gonna, of Coach Sala doesn't like Zach, this is even mm-hmm. throwing it into the mix now, too, where they're saying Sala doesn't like him. But, you know, you, you got to play this kid, man. He, he gave us the yeah. best option Here, to win. Here's, here's the thing, and, and a lot of people are saying that, you know, they don't want to hurt Zach's feelings and things like that. I want to give some pushback to that because – Throughout this entire, like, the courting of Aaron Rodgers, they Mm -hmm. pretty much publicly blasted Zach Wilson. Let me tell you why. The owner of the New York Jets, this is (laughs) – you you guys can go back and look this up. I'm not lying. When they were pursuing Aaron Rodgers, right, and they were talking about going into the offseason, they made it publicly known that they were going to go get a quarterback. Everybody knew that because Uh they came out and said it. Joe Douglas did and everything. You remember when they asked Woody Johnson what the missing piece to the to the Jets was? He literally uh, he said quarterback. The, the missing piece is the quarterback. And Zach quarterback Wilson was, was on the roster. That's shot one. Shot two, does anybody remember how many Jets players were coming out publicly begging for Aaron Rodgers to become a Jet? 
Oh my God! Joe, Listen, Brees Hall, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and Sauce Garner did a video begging him to yes. come to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson was on the roster. Can you imagine, like, sitting in Utah and you looking at your big screen of your owner saying that the quarterback is the missing piece? You're the actually the starting quarterback. <laughs> Brees Hall and all your teammates are begging him to come here. And then, you know, and you know all, why? all the things surrounding him, it, that, like that in itself. So not hurting his feelings, I think, is the last, the last thing they're worried about. I, and, I, that's why I, think, I don't believe these reports. Go ahead. Well, even, even before that, with the Mike White situation, and you see everybody jumping up and down around Mike White. Yeah. And, and yeah. There is all these things compiled. But the first step is when – you don't give this guy a challenge. Since you draft him, you just made him feel like he was the next coming of whatever. Now that you see he wasn't, when as an organization, I know if I go to work, Joe, and I don't perform, my job is on the line. And I don't know mm-hmm. where they make it so easy for these other kids to come in and just be drafted. You know, it wasn't that easy for C.J. Shroud. It wasn't that easy for, for – I remember in Seattle when they drafted um, – Russell Wilson, and he had to beat out every quarterback, quarterback competition, and he outbeat mm-hmm. all of them and got the starting position. Where did, why we didn't have that was that where you could say, okay, he's, I think, he's we know what he is. I, I think I think they and I know that this is going to sound crazy, but I really think they thought that Tim Boyle was going to be the guy that was going to be oh, a competition because he was Aaron Rodgers' backup in Green Bay. Joe. That is this the only logical explanation that I can give you. That is the only logical oh, explanation I can give you because he was the backup in Green Bay. And I honestly think oh, what happened was he was Aaron Rodgers' backup in Green Bay. They brought him here, and then they started saying, well, damn, Zach Wilson's better than him too. That's yeah, literally what and, I think. And, I think, and then the door was already Joe, closed like said, because Mike White was with the Dolphins. Mike White was already with the Dolphins. I know people are acting like you can just go out and grab a backup quarterback. No, Great backup no. quarterbacks in the no. league, they're not just available 24 hours a day, right? Even – we could have got and, Carson Wentz. They weren't even interested in him. No, oh, so look at really think was going to be the guy. Yeah, and I think, I think what happened was, you know, like I said, I don't believe Aaron Rodgers gave him a list but they did have a conversation about who he would like to play with, who he plays well with, and who he would mm-hmm. like to have as backups. And he gave them a list. Like, anybody, if you come in, like you said, we said this before. You said this last week on the last conversation. When Rex Ryan came, he came with Bart, Bart Scott, Jim Leonard. He fixed up the O-line. He got players that he wanted to work with, um, Antonio Cromartie, he said, okay, give me these pieces, these players, these who fit my system, and then we're going to rock out. The rest of this we'll fix mm-hmm. up later on. And that's what everybody mm-hmm. does. You can't, even with a play caller, you can't fire him midseason and hire a new one that we've been working on all this stuff this whole season. You can't just implement a whole new system midseason. You can't do that. You mm-hmm. gotta, That's why most people fire and hire from within and say, okay, you're going to replace him until – the off season, and then we're going to scrap that book again. But you can't hire mm-hmm. somebody outside of that system. You can't bring players in that haven't played that system. So you got that's why they went and got somebody that know the system already. So okay, mm-hmm. now we'll grab him and get he knows the system. So it's going to be somebody 
that knows the system that they're going to bring in. But at mm-hmm. the beginning yes. of the season, your shit is or the off season, they should have brought in a competent quarterback that, that could alert the system and sat with Evan Rodgers and Zach and, and walk, ran through the, all the hurdles together. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think I think that guy is who they I think who they thought that guy was supposed to be was Tim Boyle. I'm telling you. I think that that yeah, was really their I answer. Understand. I don't think they just brought him in for no reason. I think that was really their answer at that time. We'll bring in Tim Boyle. He'll be the backup. And then they put him out there, and they were like, Zach looks yeah, better yeah. than he does. Yeah, and, and <laughs> because it doesn't – it doesn't, that's, that's what I think. That's what I think, Venom. Exactly. So, uh, oh. Joe, it's, it's nobody to threaten each other's job. It's nobody to threaten Zach's job. It's nobody to threaten Aaron's job. It's nobody to push him. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay, this will work. And until oh. the first, until the fourth snap happened, then they're like, holy smokes, what are we doing now? Yeah. Now, yeah. You know that's that's when the, that's when the plants went down the garbage. Yeah. Listen, Venom. I got to slide off. I got other callers. Give me your final score Whoa. prediction. Jets, Texans coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? You know, I'm until we can score touchdowns, I'll go with the three field goals, nine to twenty-four. <laughs> the Texans. We can't score. Oh we can't score. Venom, I got to so slide we, off. Thank you for your goals. takes. Next time I'm with you, I want to hear from you. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. I want to hear from everybody because I don't know what in the world is going on. I don't. <laughs> I have no clue. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit those notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Share the stream across your social media with your friends and your family. If you want to give to the platform, Super Chat there, Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give is greatly appreciated. Next, we're going to Jeremy. Okay, Steve, you'll be after that. 973 will come to you. Jeremy is on the line. For those of you that do not know, Jeremy, he's a savage. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, (laughs) salute. It's good to hear from you. Jeremy, I don't know what up, in the man? world is going on. I don't know what's going on. It is getting crazier and crazier. Reports swirling surrounding Zach Wilson, uh, him being reluctant to come back and be the Jets' starting quarterback, even though Robert Seller refuted those reports, and so did Aaron Rodgers as well. What are your thoughts about these reports, man, and do you believe them to be true? Um, so here, here uh, you know what I think? I think that if I had a guess, uh, and really just put a guess on it. Think about his age. He's a young guy, right? He's hurt. Mm-hmm. His feelings are hurt. He was benched. He's humiliated. He's embarrassed. He wants to play. He feels that he didn't get a fair shot. Like, because that's how I would think. I would think of oh, the offensive line. They, you know, I, I would be. I mean, it's just natural. Because even if you think to yourself, I got to get better, you're going to say that to the media. Deep down, you're thinking about. You know, and you'd hope that nobody thinks I stink, or it's all me. You always think there's reasons, there's factors. So what I think happened is that he was hurt, and he's feel you know like emotionally hurt, and he watches this garbage, this unrosterable quarterback in Tim Boyle get the start over him, and you know, in a lot of teams, you get benched in the middle of the game, 
And the next week, you get to come back and redeem yourself. For some mm-hmm. reason, when you play for Robert Sala in the New York Jets, and you're a quarterback, being benched means that's it. You're done for the rest of the season. I don't understand that. And I don't think Zach Wilson probably understood why that was the case. And when they went back to Tim Boyle again, I think it pissed them off. I think making them the third spring pissed them off. And I think there's a chance that not that he didn't say it to Robert Sala, but when they said, you, you know, when it came back to him, they might go back to you, maybe he mouthed off in front of some teammates, like a young guy, hmm. and said, I shouldn't even okay. do it. Why should I okay. even do it, right? But then mm-hmm. someone like Rogers or some senior player said, come on, you know you're going to do it. And the re- how many times have, as young people have we done things like that, where we talk a mm. big game, we say something, but then when the boss comes, of course you're not going to say, I don't want to play. Mm-hmm. So, there's a, so in my opinion, that's probably what happened. He probably – I don't think he told a coach, I'm not playing. I think he just mm. – I think he probably acted like, a, like a, a young dude who probably said – I shouldn't even play for these guys after what they did to me. But, of course, mm. it only took one leader on the team. Somebody went up to him and said, come on, or when they actually came to him and said, you're going to play, you know, we want you to play, of course he said, I want to play. And mm. there's no way he's saying that he doesn't want to play right now. I could understand mm. an initial reaction where he reacted that way. There is no way he doesn't want to play. People don't yeah. understand football if you think if, – if anybody believes this kid doesn't want to play. Of course he wants mm-hmm. to play. And, yeah. um, and, I, and I think Robert Sala was dead serious. I think he said if he didn't want to play and was refusing to play, he would not be on this team. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's – and he, and, and he would be breach of contract. Yeah. Is that, and, and, you know, and that, that's why that, – that that's what brings me pause with this report. And, again, I'm not disrespecting anybody. Okay, I, I listen. Zach Rosenblatt's great. So is Diana Rossini. I know that they have sources, and various other people have sources as well. But my question to everybody that was like, "This is true. I know it for a fact." I was like, "Well, why wouldn't they just cut him? Because he he damn sure ain't the starter. That's why you brought in Aaron Rodgers. You're still even trying to figure out what he is. And to this point, he has shown some flashes, but he has not shown you consistently at all that he can be a franchise quarterback." Why not just cut your losses and say, you know what, if you don't want to play, if, the, if this is true and he doesn't want to play, well, then you're out of here. We'll just get rid of you because you're just holding up a roster spot. And not only that, but I think that this also, Jeremy, would kill any kind of idea of him joining another football team as well because they could look at him the same way. Are you going to come here and tell us that you don't want to play because situations may not be ideal? Right, we often know that backup quarterbacks play in situations that are not ideal. They're usually thrust in the game sometimes without, you know, reps for the week when a guy goes down. And even when they do have their reps as a backup quarterback, usually there's other problems on the team as well. You know, injuries at other spots, the offensive line like we've seen here, wide receivers. You're missing, you know, targets or, or you're missing, you know, your weapons at certain spots. And so once you once a guy gets a tag like that in the NFL, a guy that's not really willing to go through the wall and, and do things and, and go through the motions and take care of business and go out there and play. Like you said, a guy that's going to quit on the team and quit on himself, they don't want you around their locker room. It, they don't care who it is. You know, it doesn't matter what team it is. They just won't pick you up. So that's why I'm, I'm wondering about this report and I kind of am leading toward it not being true. Now, another thing that was talked about as well, Jeremy, Aaron Rodgers talked about these leaks, man and cleaning them up internally. 
if you had to guess, man, where did you think this report actually leaked from? And what are your thoughts about all these, like, leaks that we're seeing from the Jets facility? Well, I'm going to tell you, that, of, of all things, above all else, that's the biggest concern I have right now with Robert Sala as our coach. Because for the last three years, as he was rebuilding it, even with the painful games and the painful runs and losing streaks, the one thing about Sala that we all thought we were getting, that he had us sold on, was we're going to have this great locker room culture. Right, and mm-hmm. then we have guys who want to ball. We have guys who want to play, and that he was going to stop. And we weren't going to be the center of embarrassment anymore. That was the whole thing with him and Joe Douglas. Professional, no more and being embarrassed, mm-hmm. no more looking like fools. There was a, there was obviously a huge meltdown with Mike Lafleur in the last half of the season last year. Mm-hmm. The T-shirts, the Mike White T-shirts, horrible. How, how, how do you do that to your starting to Zach Wilson? Like the fact that that went on, and now this year, after this losing streak, now we're having this situation where there was, like I said, probably something where he reacted in a negative way, and he probably quickly turned his – I mean, I've done it – we've all done it a million times. We've all impulsively reacted with the wrong reaction and then made the right decision. But if there are players who were there for that reaction that then – went to these people, to Rossini, you know, and, and, and to the Athletic and made these comments and let it leak. Mm-hmm. That's a huge problem on those players, but it's also a huge problem for Robert Sala because the one thing he can't afford to lose is the belief that he can maintain a locker room and have a good culture. Facts. Facts. That's facts. <laughs> that was <laughs> That 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 is absolute fact. That was a great take there, Jeremy. Yeah, you want to make sure, and, and this is something that Tim uh, Tim Boyle, goodness gracious, Aaron Rodgers talked about with Pat McAfee. He said to establish a winning culture, you cannot have stuff like that here. And I think a lot that went over a lot of people's heads, and it's it's very interesting to see you know these things start to leak because remember there was a time where there was no leaks. Nobody could get anything out of out of the building at all, you know. And there, and again, there's been a lot of things that have come out that have been wrong, but some of those things, you know, have leaked and hit. Like you said, the Mike Lafleur situation, it came out after a while what exactly happened, you know. So it's very interesting going forward what's going on with these leaks. I hope that they sure them up again. Aaron Rodgers said he wants to make sure that they get taken care of privately, and I hope they figure out you know who it is and. and and close off that leaky faucet, but it must stop. Now, with them releasing Tim Boyle, what are your thoughts about them bringing in Brett Rippon? Do you think that he's a guy that could get ready and, you know, really help the New York Jets if need be at backup quarterback? I don't, I mean, you can't be worse than Boyle. <laughs> you can't be worse, but is mm-hmm. he going to, is he, does he seem like a guy who's going to turn it around for us? Look, in, in my opinion, none of it matters. And it's sad to say that at this point of the season, it's the last mm-hmm. thing we want. But none of it matters. We're not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. they want, you know, if they still want to win and salvage something for themselves and win some games, and do I do I think this guy's going to be better than a better option than Zach? N- n- no way. Not in your life. Mm. There's there's, mm. there's no one out there that's a better option than Zach. And I'm not a Zach truther or someone saying wow. Zach is okay. good or Zach is a starting mm-hmm. quarterback. But the reality is 
is if you look at this guy's numbers and look what he's done and, you know, his experience, and you look at Tim Boyle and you look at what uh, Simeon and watched him play, nothing exacted was as bad as that, what we've watched. Yeah. Nothing. Because, yeah. you know, he wasn't consistent. Zach was not consistent. He was holding the ball too long. But, man, we thought that he was inconsistent and sometimes off target. I mean, these guys were 20 yards off target. You and me could go out and have mm-hmm. a catch, and I wouldn't miss you on a pass by 30 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, so these, these, I mean, I don't believe that this guy is going to come in and beat out Zach. If, if they really want to win and they're not tanking for a pick and he wants to play, which I believe he does, I don't think it matters, I, you know, unless he gets hurt. But no mm-hmm. one's going to convince me that there's a better option right now on this roster than, than Zach. Because, okay. as like, like I said, as bad as he was, he was a, he's a rosterable NFL backup quarterback at, at least. Yeah. Listen, Jeremy, this has been a phenomenal call from you. Before I let you go, because i got to slide off, Jets, Texans, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? <laughs> I think the Jets are going to win 17-13 to 13 behind our young buck backup quarterback, Zach Wilson. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, Jeremy. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, buddy. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Next, we're going to Steve. Steve, I'm coming directly to you. Nine seven three. You'll be next. Val, I see you in the building. Hold on. All right. For those of you that do not know, Steve, he's a savage. <laughs> We got reports about Zach Wilson swirling. We got Aaron Rodgers talking about the leaks that are going on within the Jets organization and them needing to stop. What are your thoughts about all of this, man? Hey, Joe, thank you again for having me on your show. It's always great, you know, listening to you. The first thing I'm just going to say is, Joe, is I I, 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 I just hate this team right now. It's just – the thing is, it's another frustrating year for the New York Jets. You know, the Jets fans can never get anything nice. The Jet players can never get anything nice. We just can't get ever anything nice. Like, like nothing good can never happen with this team. Even after when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, nothing. Absolutely nothing. The league wants yeah. us to lose. The referees want us to lose. The referees in the yeah. last game were atrocious, okay? Terrible. It's just that. Terrible. And then, and then the thing is, with, with these leaks going around, with all of this, it's like, my God, can, can anyone, like, ever leave us alone? Like, seriously. <laughs> no one can ever, like, leave the Jets alone. There always has yeah. to be a story. Because what they want, Joe, is they want us to lose. And guess what's <laughs> happening? They're getting their wish this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with Aaron Rodgers going down early and the issues that we had up front, yeah, you know, we're losing, and it's rough. You know, we'll see – hopefully we'll see Aaron Rodgers come back next season, um, you know, ready and good to go. I don't want to see him come out, you know, at the end of this season. But this is a rough situation. 
And, you know, to me, Steve, like you said as well, it sucks because this has been, uh, you know, a pretty poop season. But I just, for some reason, I just don't believe these leagues, right? I just don't. And because I think if Zach Wilson was was reluctant, yeah, I, I think if he was reluctant, they would cut him. But something that made me, something that, that, that made me ponder what is going on around here, something that really blew my mind was when Robert Sulla sat with the media on Monday and said that he was not ready to name a starting quarterback for the New York Jets for this upcoming game. He just kept saying that he's not there yet. Steve, why do you think he, hasn't, he wouldn't name a starting quarterback on Monday? You know, I, I, I don't understand from Coach Sala of why he hasn't named the starting quarterback yet. It's just the thing is is that I, I still think that, that he's probably still talking about it with the offensive coaching staff and Nathaniel Hackett and see, you know, like where they go. I mean, listen, if you want my honest opinion, Joe, I would like to see Zach get the ball again, you know, because, uh-huh. because the thing is that, you know, the thing is, Joe, I do want to see Zach get another chance because here's the thing. After from watching Tim Boyle play and even Trevor Simeon play when he came in to, when Tim Boyle got benched, Tim Boyle was atrocious in the game oh. that he played for us. Honestly, I Lord. think he played a lot worse than Zach did. I mm-hmm. would give Zach another chance. I mean, obviously we don't know if he's going to start or Simeon's going to mm-hmm. start or even Brett Rippin's going to start. It's just that, Joe, it's a mess. And like I said, we, we just never get anything nice. The Jets and the yeah. fans never get anything nice. We never no. get anything I mean, nice. It, it's 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 mind-blowing to me. I mean, to me, if I'm Robert Seller, there isn't really much of a thought of who else it could be. I mean, Tim Boyle's gone. I'm pretty sure that they knew they were going to cut Tim Boyle anyway. But uh, I don't exactly know, you know, what, where else they were going because we talked about Tim Boyle not looking good. Uh, Trevor Simeon didn't look very good either. But it is what it is. Now, you were talking a little bit about that Falcons game, of course. You know, we haven't talked about that just a little bit as yet because we've been moving and sifting again. C.J. Uzama, and, uh, you know, has an MCL injury. Winfrey as well, Perion Winfrey dealing with a foot injury. Both of those guys are, you know, will be placed on IR, have been placed on IR, and supposed to be quite a bit of time with extensive injuries. But you talked about the sloppiness of this team and the penalties and the refs and stuff like that. We were, le- we were penalized 11 times for 76 yards, Steve. When do you think the excessive penalties with this team is going to stop? I mean, I think there was like four false starts by the offensive line before the half. I mean, what do you, when do you think that this will stop? When do you think that the – the New York Jets being a heavily penalized football team will cease. You know something, Joe, it's just, it's just, that's another thing that that's a mess right now about the team. And that's with all the penalties that they've been getting. It's just right now, Joe, it's that the thing is, is that they got They got to be held accountable for what they've done. I mean, listen, obviously there were some bad calls too that happened against us on, on Sunday against Atlanta mm-hmm. as well. But at the same time, though, it's like, like there are times like they got to be held accountable for what they do when it comes to mm-hmm. getting these penalties. It's ridiculous. Like, Joe, there was even at one point in the game, it was it was at the beginning of the second half when Tim Boyle threw that pass to Garrett Wilson. 
Garrett Wilson catches it. Atlanta challenges it. You know, okay, Garrett Wilson did not get the other foot in bounds. Okay, that is the right call. But the thing that blew my mind was, okay, yeah, that penalty wasn't called. That that thing wasn't called when, what was his name, of the safety, uh, Jesse Bates, when he hit Garrett Wilson's mm-hmm. helmet to help. How do you not call a penalty on that? Mind-blowing. My, you know yeah, what else that, is that should have been a penalty that, on Jesse Bates. That interception by DJ Reed, that interception, they called it back for a, a legal contact, and he didn't even touch Pitts. Pitts actually oh initiated the content and blew through. Too. And they called a legal contact on DJ Reed and took away the interception. I was beside myself. I just, I just, oh, I, my God, Joe. I was upset oh about God. that call, too. But, but Joe, it's Man, just, I'm, like I'm tired you of said, it. Joe, it's just that, like I said, Joe, the New York Jets, can never get anything nice. They they want the like the, the NFL still wants us to be a circus. They want everything they want everything to go downhill with the Jets all the time. And the thing yeah. is is that what what also needs to happen too is is that, you know, I, I don't know what's gonna happen in the off either, but every Jet fan is all saying that, you know, that this should all be blamed on Joe Douglas for this and everybody's all saying that the Jets need to make you know, changes with the general manager and the head coach. But there's already a report that came out that that both Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are going to return in 2024. I mean, Joe, do you personally think that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala should be let go after the season? No, I don't. Not if you want Aaron Rodgers to return. (laughs) I think that they've known that this was going to be a free and clear year for them since he got hurt. There was no, and I've talked about this multiple times on the show, and to Jets fans that I, I talk to around the clock, they're not going to fire Joe Douglas or Robert Sulla. I don't think they're going to fire Nathaniel Hackett either, unless Aaron Rodgers signs off on that. They asked him recently about that, and he literally said he didn't answer the question because he felt like it was a trap question on whether he would return or not, if, if his return was based upon them returning. But he did say he thinks they have a recipe for success. If any of those things change, if you fire Robert Sella, let's just say you fire Robert Sella, you're going to have to find somebody to come in here and keep this defense a number one defense in the league, basically. That's what you're going to have to do, and that's extremely hard to do. It would have to be something off, somebody already off the coaching tree, and Albridge is already going to be, you know, there's talks about him getting head coaching, uh, you know, getting head coaching uh, um, offers from, from teams coming up soon. He's a guy that could be, filling in one of these head coaching spots. So I don't think he'll fire Robert Sella. If you fire Nathaniel Hackett, which I doubt they do again, that's Aaron Rodgers' homie, they're not going to fire him either. And if you do fire him, you're going to have to bring somebody in here that's going to be able to get the offense up to snuff with a brand-new offensive scheme, hopefully if it's whatever Aaron Rodgers wants to do, and then you're going to have to roll with that. That's a lot to change, especially when we have Super Bowl expectations next season. Everybody's forgetting that, and I, and I know people are talking about all kind of other things, but when we got Aaron Rodgers, when we traded all that capital, that kicked into win-now mode. This is what I talked about. <laughs> this is what I talked about. And when I talked to Jets fans about this, this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted. And I'm saying me included. I wanted Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was me. And he's here now. So now you have to do what it takes to continue on the win-now mode. Because you have a window of maybe two, two years, maybe three, if you're lucky, with Aaron Rodgers left. 
So anything that you do can really put into jeopardy you winning that Super Bowl. So I don't think they're going to fire either of those guys, especially not Joe Douglas. Because Mm. one of the things, and I'm going to let you have the last word on this, Steve, before I let you go. One of the main things that brought Aaron Rodgers here was the fact that he liked the New York Jets' structural integrity. He talked about it ad nauseum. He talked about how he watched the Jets from afar, and a while ago they were like a clown show. And then they brought in Joe, Joe Douglas and Robert Sella, and things changed. He talked about this in interviews way before. It was something that made him want to become a Jet was when the, the joint uh, practices that they had in the offseason, he was like, whoa, this team actually has something. They got a defense that can play extremely well. Their offense, they're still fleshing things out, but they got some young weapons and playmakers. They got a coach that can actually coach. The general manager can get talent in here. And then we played them during the season and spanked them, and he was like, wait a minute, this is a good football team. But they just need something. Me. He talked about this. He talked about Robert Sulla and Joe Douglas being one of the big reasons why he came here. If either of those guys or both of those guys are gone, I think that Achilles will be aggravated. And I think that that might cost him next season and that he might call it a career. Because, you know, Achilles flare up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say this. When he returns next year, which is when I think he should return, next year, that's where the heat's going to turn up. I will tell you this, Steve. If they don't do something next year, if they don't make it to the playoffs, if he's healthy, fully healthy, if they don't make the playoffs and they don't make some type of run, baby, let me tell you, there's going to be Jets fans, media, and everybody screaming to completely erase everything that's here. They're, and I'm telling you, Jets fans are going to be beside themselves, and they're going to be screaming. And that's where I can see Woody Johnson making a rash decision because that's what Woody Johnson does. So I'm going to give you the final uh, word on that, Steve, and then give, go ahead and give me your final score prediction. Yeah, it's just the thing is, Joe, it's just the reason why I had to ask you this question is because during this losing streak in the last few weeks, it's just Jets fans have been absolutely frustrated because, you know, it's now going to be yeah. 13 years of not making the playoffs. And, you mm-hmm. know, listen, I know I know Woody Johnson does care. And, and, you know, listen, and I know Woody Johnson wants the team to win. And for once, he is showing, like, like, like for once that he does care about the team. But, of course, fans are always telling him on, on X to sell the team, no matter what he says. Like, like, and the thing is, like, I do feel bad for him because he's, like, he's trying to, like, get some Jet fans, you know, positives and all and all that stuff on X. But the thing is, Jet fans are always telling him, you know, Woody, why don't you just do us a favor, shut up, and sell the team? It's like, like that, that's what the role. I'm not a big fan of Woody Johnson either because, listen, he is unfortunately not one of the best owners of the NFL. But the thing is, yeah. is that, but the thing is, like, I feel bad for the guy, you know, because he's doing everything he can for the Jet fans to win. Like, like he, he wa- I know he wants to win, but the thing is, he just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that he's more recently, ever since they hired Joe Douglas, I think he's done the best thing that he can do, which is get out of the way and stop being so involved in football operations. I think that he's, he's done the best he could do. Because we've seen Woody, when he makes decisions to better the team, 
Tim Tebow and all the other nonsensical decisions that he made because he doesn't know football on that level. He just doesn't. He's an NFL owner. Most of them don't. So I think that he, he did what was right. He brought in Joe Douglas, Robert Sella. I just think that Aaron Rodgers going down really jacked things up. It's the guy's honest truth. And you can't blame Woody Johnson for that. I mean, you can't. You can blame him for all the other idiotic things he's done for years. can't blame him for all of that stuff. And that's that's a laundry list of stuff. So, yes, you can blame him for that stuff, but you can't blame him for But listen, Steve, before I let you go, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Texans, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. You know, Joe, I want the Jets to end the five-game losing streak, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be I think it is going to be six in a row because Houston is such a good team team this year. Uh, you know, I think it will be a close game. I'm going to give the Texans. I'll give them a, a 17-14 win over the Jets. Oh, anyway, for Joe, thanks. Steve. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. Next! We're coming to 973. After that, Val, you'll be next, but we're going to 973. Salutes to you, my friend. Thank you, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, there's been a lot of things moving and shaking. There's rumors out there. Zach Wilson was elected to come back and be the Jets starter. Do you believe these reports to be true? Well, the way the season's been going, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, you know, I mean, Wilson, you know, as being benched and all, too, I would be very surprised if he wasn't reluctant to come back. You know, even he was, you know, benched twice last year, uh, benched this season already for the anemic performance the offense has been given. So this doesn't phase me at all. And, of course, mm-hmm. Boyle, yeah. you know, he went from bad to worse. I mean, Boyle is just is, uh, well, a trash dump. Spending more than yeah. actually would be better than, than Boyle. But this mm-hmm. season he goes from worse to worse. I mean, okay, if Rodgers wasn't hurt, who knows what the season might have been. I mean, could it have been a, could it have been a good season? Probably. Would it be, you know, uh, first place in the division? Maybe not. I mean, I don't think, I don't think we were going to be that good. I think they even overestimated, you know, Rodgers' performance this year. But I think it would have been better than this uh, dumpster fight receiver we're having now. I mean, it's just atrocious. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the Jets' office as bad. Well, no, yeah. I said I think maybe nineteen ninety two. That was that was that yeah. was worse as well. Yeah. So but Why do you, when we, you, know, you can't catch a break. Yeah. Now when you talk about this 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 offense, I'm yeah. I listened to Robert Sella on Monday and he ref, oh. he pretty much refused to name a starting quarterback for the New York Jets for this upcoming week. Why do you think why. that is and who do you think will end up being the starting quarterback? I I was stunned by that. Like I said, depending on the season is going, I mean, you know, you're looking at one quarterback after another. You thought, well, we'll go with Boyle. I think he's got Simeon or Simeon. He's a veteran quarterback. So, you know, we can't do anything worse than that with than Wilson. But it just doesn't seem like whatever you get, uh, you're just, you know, you're just getting, getting worse. Mm. I think it's yeah. with, with Simeon. With Boyle, forget it. Boyle's a okay. lost cause. If it was up to me, I was so you're thinking there? Well, well, Boyle's gone. They just released him, and they brought in Brett Rippin. So you think the starting quarterback is going Rippin. to be Trevor Simeon for this upcoming week? Well, I would take a chance on it. With the I'm not, I'm not calling this yet. You know, we haven't seen him play yet. I haven't seen him play, so yeah. 
you know, go with the go with you know go with those are the two evils. So I think I'll have to go with Simeon. Mm, okay. So you're not even going back to Zach. You're ready to go back. Uh you're ready to see Trevor Zach, Simeon again. Yeah. We saw him in the Falcons game. And yeah, he I mean, didn't only get bent, only get bent, don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. Now, before I let you yeah. go, man, we're also seeing that the New York Jets, man, um, having issues with leaks. What are your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers talking about them having to clean that up privately, yeah. internally, and shutting down all these leaks? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I don't know. Where, I don't know where the reports came from, but you know, the, the way the season's been going, like I said, you know, it, it's not surprising. You know, all these uh, leaks are coming out, and I, I wouldn't take Rogers to come back this season. I mean, supposing he gets injured again, then what? Then we're back to square one over, over, over again. So yeah. I think that's you know one reason why these leaks are happening. You know, there was rumors like, oh, I'll come, I'll, you know, I'll come back if you know we're in contention. You know, I'm glad he's getting better. I'm glad he's uh, repping up his, um, you know, practice time. Yeah, that's important. But his season is done. So just have to wait mm-hmm. uh, next year for these leaks, you know. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You know, it's a soap opera now, you know, with, with this team, you know, as the ball deflates. You know? So <laughs> I like that say As the ball deflates, I like that. I was going to say bounce back basketball, so I can't use that. <laughs> Give me your you final score, Jets, show. Texans. Give me your final score, Jets, Texans. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it is? I think the Jets are going to win. I don't have all that much confidence in Houston. I like the majority mm-hmm. of the people on the show. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. going to give them a slight, a slight edge. 16-13. I don't want your calls at 17. 16-13 I'm going to go with 16. I'm going to go 16-13 Jets. Yeah. All right. He's Well, thank you for calling in. We're going to keep moving on with these lines. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next! We're going to Val. Val, we're coming directly to you. All right. Shenanigans begin. For those of you that do not know Val, he's a sad <laughs> Val, we've been talking all night. <laughs> These rumors come out, reports come out that Zach Wilson is reluctant to come back and be the New York Jets starting quarterback due to risk of injury. You have Robert Seller refuting these reports. You have Aaron Rodgers refuting these reports. But people, you know, Diana Rossini, again, Zach Rosenblatt that reported it, they're saying that this is true. Ryan, Diana Rossini doubled down uh, within these last couple of hours. Give me your thoughts on all this, man. What are your thoughts on this situation? <laughs> oh, man. Salute, Joe. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, wow. What a, a couple of days, man, has it been? I will say, man, it's just crazy, man. Listen, our number two overall pick, a, a rumored to be, you know, concerned that he will get injured if he wants to go back in there. And this is the same person that we benched three times in a row. And now probably the fourth time because this is the fourth mm-hmm. time that he actually got benched. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, like I said before, he should have been cut before last year. I would have brought back Mike White to back up Aaron Rodgers and stuff. That would have been way more smarter to do because obviously the team was fishing for a new quarterback. It was completely done wearing Mike, um, Mike White shirts. 
But that's all here to say. But do I believe the rumors? I'm not too sure. There's a leak going on. But listen, we all knew this was coming, that the the locker room was going to actually turn up and, you know, nobody was going to really go for this no more. Because the thing is, the defense, they're showing up majority of the time. And you can't just keep, you know, saying, oh, yeah, we're just going to look at film. We're going to look at film. We're going to see what's going to happen. Oh, the all, I, how many – where are we? What, week 13 now? Week 12? Mm-hmm. And we, we've been talking uh, about the offense. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we're, we're we're into the schedule. Go ahead. We're into the schedule. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in week, um, week 13 or so. So, how, mm-hmm. like, how many times have we been talking about the offense has to get better and the offense has not mm-hmm. got better at all? I mean, it's just yeah. the last time I really seen it alive a little bit was either the Eagles game or the, the Chiefs game, and that was in the beginning of the season. So, of mm-hmm. course, man, this is there's going to be some turmoil, and I just cannot believe the quarterbacks that we are bringing in. And, I mean, I don't even understand why everybody's shocked about Tim Boyles. This is my problem with this team, man. <laughs> we got <laughs> – this is the person that is supposed to be in competition with Zach Wilson. Of course, mm-hmm. they bring in somebody that is basically a layup. We don't even know who, – who knew who Tim Boyles was? But if you know mm-hmm. and I know, you was watching those four preseason games, Tim Boyles yeah. wasn't good. I knew. No. I knew Tim Boy wasn't going to be good. <laughs> he was he was having trouble against second and third strings. So how do you expect him to do against starters, all pro bowlers? Come on, man. Wow. I mean. Wow. You know it's wow. You know it's crazy. And I, I've talked with you. I really. This is honestly what I believe. Okay. And people can call me crazy, and I want to hear from everybody. Talking I really you. think that they thought. I really think that they believed that Tim Boyle was going to be the guy to be able to come in and back up Aaron Rodgers. I truly believe that because I thought what they were trying to do. I know, (laughs) I know, but I'm telling you, this is the only thing logically that makes sense to me because even it's been echoed even by Aaron Rodgers that he was coming here to start, right? Mm -hmm. And Zach Wilson was supposed to be sitting back and learning. Everybody says that. I think even the coach, I think even Sulla talked about it. I think what happened was they brought in Tim Boyle. Again, he's a guy that knows the system through and through. He's been in the system for years. And they realized in the offseason, oh, my God, Zach Wilson is better than him. Because, like you (laughs) said, we sat here and we watched these games together. I I was live during the preseason, too. And we all talked about, man, Zach Wilson looks way better than Tim Boyle in this offense. That's why everybody was so excited about Zach Wilson coming into this season because they was like, yo, right. this guy might really be turning the corner in an offense that, you know, is he's being helped by his hero, by a childhood hero, because he looked he looked like outside of Aaron Rodgers, he was the, the next best quarterback on the roster because Tim right. Boyle, like you said, he didn't look very good at all. And so we were like, whoa. But that was a faux pas, a, a, quite a mistake by the Jets because what they probably should have done was really go get someone else that was better than Tim Boyle exactly. to then really put Zach in bubble wrap. And we and I talked about that as well, um, about Zach, just put him in bubble wrap. Go get a guy that can really sit behind Aaron Rodgers, and it never happened. So here we are. Now, going back to these rumors, 
I don't believe in Val. I'm 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 leaning more towards not believing him because mm-hmm. I believe that if Zach Wilson had said these things, they would have cut him. Oh yeah, most definitely. That's that's, that's exactly why I feel that way as well too. Because there is no way you was basically out of the basically off the team possibly if you wasn't the second pick overall. They chose yes. you over Mike White, yes. who played better than you. And yeah. you're you're saying that you're not going to come back and play? They would have definitely cut Zach Wilson at that point, for sure. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. And and, and, and because and I've said this tonight, I, there's no other reason to have him on the roster. He's not your franchise yeah. quarterback. I mean, definitely not. And I've just talked about this. Everybody forgets, bro. The owner of the New York Jets came out when they asked him this offseason. They were pursuing Aaron Rodgers, and Derek Carr was out there. Everybody remember this. The Jets actually talked to Derek Carr, too, and they just told him, listen, we're not even going to, you know, give you a thought about us really trying to be after you. Go somewhere else. We're not interested. We really want Aaron Rodgers. They literally told him that, and Joe Douglas came out they and told, said that. They told Kerr they told that? Yeah, I, well, the, yeah, the offseason. Okay, Joe Douglas sat down in a, in a press conference in the offseason, and they uh-huh. literally told – they literally said it'd be unfair for us to even have discussions with Derek Carr because that's not really our target. He said that. I forgot. Wow. It, was, it was around. It, they, you can go, y'all can go look this up. He said that publicly. That's when we knew that the chase for Aaron Rodgers was on because Joe Douglas wow. had never said stuff like that ever. Y'all can go look this up. I'm telling y'all. He said this during, I forgot, I, I forgot what it was. I think it was during the combine or maybe a little bit after the combine that uh-huh. he sat down with the media, and this is live. It's somewhere y'all can look it on the internet. And he literally said it would be un. It was unfair for us to, you know, go back and forth with Derek Carr and make him think that we wanted him because realistically he's basically he's not our target. I'm paraphrasing, but he's not our target. Wow. That's when we started. So why, why would you sit down and say that? That wasn't your target because they were all they were all over Aaron Rodgers from the jump. And that's when all wow. of that stuff started to roll out about them chasing with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and all that stuff. Mm. But even around okay. that time, uh, during the offseason, Woody Johnson, the owner of the New York Jets, came out when they asked him what is the missing piece. He said it was quarterback, and Zach Wilson was on the roster at that time. Like, he, yep. was, he was still on the roster. <laughs> so I, I look at these situations and I go, man, so it, it's, it's a Aaron rough Wilson. situation here. And if they didn't want him and he had said those things, he would be gone. Because they would just move on. Yeah, basically. I mean, you have Charles Gardner, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson. You're you're up and coming stars that you know they um you know they made a a YouTube video and they were basically actively recruiting Aaron Rodgers as well too. So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's absolutely there. I talked about that earlier. If I'm if I was Zach Wilson during the off season. Sitting back and literally watching everyone publicly vie, and again, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. We all want him. Yep. But my God, can you imagine how that would feel for Zach Wilson? Like, damn, <laughs> the <laughs> owner telling me I'm trash, and he's the owner. I got right. I, I got my general manager who drafted me publicly saying that they told everybody we are going after a quarterback to come in here. They told us that publicly, and he was still on the roster. And then you got my teammates making videos, not not just like you said, videos of the the Brees and they made a video, but there was also guys on Twitter too. CJ Uzama 
was talking about one Aaron Rodgers. There was a bunch of guys screaming about Aaron Rodgers coming here. They want him here now. And Zach just sat back and watched all of those things happen. So I look at it like, man, if he was hesitant at all to go into a game, they would just cut him because you might as well just cut your losses because the only reason he's here to this point is to be the backup and to be evaluated. And if we can't put you out there to evaluate you and you ain't going to play backup duty because the conditions aren't ideal, hmm. brother, take a hike. Take a yeah, hike. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's, that's just what my I'm thought saying, thought. man. I, that's and, just my and, Again, going off of – yeah, I feel you. And I totally agree because my thing is like, listen, man, as I said before, Mike White should have been on this team. He should have been the backup, and then we should have cut ties with it. Even everything that you just said right there, it just goes to show you that, you know, it was just – this is not working for um Zach Wilson. And, honestly, mm. he didn't look too hot in the preseason as well, too, but he didn't score. I don't know what's wrong with Zach Wilson. It just not, seems like he's just allergic to um, – um, to the to the end zone, but I'm not gonna say everything <laughs> is on him because we can't forget about the Daniel Hackett. We can't. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, I mean, there's people that was, want him fired. This was going on last happening. year as well too. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. going on last year as well too with Zach Wilson. It's just he does not score this. The, whatever he does, it just does not flow for this team. I, I just don't know what it is. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I just felt like that that draft class was only like. You know, it was Trevor Lawrence, and it was just the rest. You know, I it's just a toss up from right there of bad quarterbacks because that that draft is just Trevor Lawrence basically right now, and you know Justin Fields is you know he just I don't know what he's doing. But other than that, man, I just feel like this team, man, we we got a. I've been saying we had a weak quarterback room. I didn't mm-hmm. respect this quarterback room. You had this man Carson Wentz reach out to the Jets and said, listen, mm-hmm. let me get a, um, you know, let me come in for a workout. They they rejected his call. They rejected many mm-hmm. other backup calls and stuff like that. We waited so mm-hmm. late to make a change to Tim Boyles, who I already knew. As I know this, and some of the fans know th- knew this already, and watching the preseason, if he's struggling against second and third string quarterbacks, what do you think he's going to do as a starter? So I already knew he was mm-hmm. going to fail. I mean, not hoping because, you know, he's obviously on my favorite team. But, you know, he just basically did exactly what I knew he was going to go out there and do. That's why I wasn't so surprised. And when you was telling me, uh, you know, what was the score, I knew we wasn't going to win because I knew he wasn't going to be the person to take us over the top. We need to bring somebody in here to actually – you know, get this team rolling, get a, a, a probably a mobile quarterback a little bit, not a, a pocket. I mean, he doesn't have to be totally mobile, but somebody that can actually move, be athletic, be, you know, extend the play with his legs as well, too. That's what Zach Wilson's supposed to be doing, but he started doing that. It took until week 12 for him to actually learn how to start running the ball. But it was just like, mm. man, you got a whole bunch of pocket passers with a bad offensive line. That's a recipe for disaster because the pocket mm-hmm. passer, as you've seen, Sim, he tried to run away a little bit, but he can't run that fast. So he got knocked around. <laughs> and he literally was looking like he was about to die out there. He looked like he was about to get speared like Mike White last year. <laughs> man, he had three fumbles in the game against the Falcons. Oh, three boy. fumbles. That was that was, that was terrible. Yeah, that's, that's this offensive line, 
Good Lord, man. Yeah, exactly. And then that's my and this is the problem as well too, man. And this comes back to Joe Douglas. You had the media actively like trying to say, Hey, Joe Douglas, you need to bring in somebody in here because you need to come and save the season. They was even out at actively like helping trying to help us to mm-hmm. some players to come to the Jets a quarterback <laughs> at least because they know we got all these national games. They're not trying to see us punt the ball every um two minutes. I mean, man, that, that's not watchable. So, of course, we, you know, they got complacent. This is the problem with the team. We got way too complacent. We didn't want to make no moves, no in-game adjustments, no changing the play caller because the play caller in the Daniel Hackett has been stalemate. He has been, you know, super predictable. Obviously, if you're lining, every, lining up everybody in the I formation, what are we going to do? We're going to pass the ball. I mean, it's just it's just so simple and and man, it's just it's terrible, man. And the fact that yeah. we're just being, you know, handcuffed because of Aaron Rodgers being on the team is is totally ridiculous, man. And I understand yeah. everybody's asking that question: Should we move on from Joe Douglas and Robert Sala? Mm-hmm. Of course, like you said, nothing's gonna happen until probably next year. Nothing. If the next year fails, then that's when they're gonna eventually part ways, and you know, things are gonna I change. I am telling up. y'all. I'm, and I'm going to keep saying it. I am telling y'all, not a damn thing is going to change here with the coaching all. staff. Unless, unless Aaron Rodgers signs off on Hackett being fired, because truly, that is the only guy that should be fired. It's Nathaniel Hackett. Most because definitely. Robert Sella is literally works on the defense. Y'all call him the CEO, blah, blah, blah. He's not. He works He's on not the defense. CEO. Okay? Yeah. Like, come on. This defense is screaming. This defense is the best defense in the league, in my personal opinion. Got a safety. But this a safety <laughs> interception. God, what more do you but want? But this this offense is garbage, and I mean, it is what it is. But if you ch- make a change, if you want to, and Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, he won't be here next year. He won't. Yeah. He won't do it. I, I don't believe he'll. I think he'll walk away. That's exactly what I think he'll do. I think he'll walk away. Okay. Now I got to slide off, Val. But before I let you go, give me your final score prediction: Jets, Texans. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Shoot, I got the Texans winning probably seventeen to (laughs) seventeen to six because we can't score no touchdowns. So yeah, man. Val, I got to spot off. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Okay, for sure, man. And like I said, anything Joe says is false allegations. Don't believe them. And thank you for having me, Joe. Have a good one, man. Have a good one. Anything I say about Val is true, all right? Anything. Trust me, all right? I can prove these things, all right? 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Show's coming to a close. We're getting short on time, but we're going to go to my guy, Tommy, okay? Quickly, we're going to get to Tommy and get to his takes. For those of you that do not know Tommy, he's a savage. Tommy. Yo. Zach Wilson, what's going on, man? Quickly, give me your thoughts. Do you think these rumors well, are true? What are your thoughts about what's happening with the Jets right now, man? I could have told you the rumors. I could have told you the rumors on Sunday, man. I was at the game. Amosa Beach was at the game this Sunday. I tried calling. I tried calling into the show live from the game. 
But you didn't oh, have a show going on. I found out. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have a show going on. But salute. You went to the game live. So give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson and tell me about your experience about the game quickly. Well, Zach, Zach Wilson. He probably just talking. You know, talking smack around the lockers. You know, I. I, I mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, I have a theory. I, you know what? <clears throat> Tim, Tim Boyle didn't just get cut because he's bad. I think he loose lips, sink ships. And I think. Mm, so you think he was, the, I, you think he was the leak? That's, that's, that's. I mean, that's where, that's where everything's pointing to because nobody else got cut, mm. right? Well, okay. I'm just saying. Well, and then you know. Okay. That's, that's a fair, that's a fair assumption, correct? Okay, I mean that's 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 your assumption again. These are all this Tommy speaking on what he believes. He believes that Tim Boyle was a mole, and maybe that Zach Wilson was saying a little something, you know, around but went out there. Yeah, I, I mean it's rough, man. It's rough. I, you know, Robert Sella said he talked with Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's ready to go, wants to be the starter. I just think it's strange that Robert Sella wouldn't name a starter for this upcoming week. So we'll see what happens with that. But even well, quickly, you know can you what? tell us about your experience, man, at the game? Oh no, it was a wonderful time. I mean, they had during during halftime, they had um, they were giving out awards, recognitions, awards to all the old, you know, old um, Jet players. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Wayne Corbett was there. He got he got an award, you know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was it was really really. Nice, nice display. We had a really good time. Good people. Okay. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of Atlanta fans there, which was surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was a lot of good people there. We had a lot of fun. Um, let me see. Um, now this guy Boyle, maybe maybe the Texans pick up Boyle to get you know to get get the copy of the playbook. Man. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, man. You, you heard that? You heard uh, they signed what? They signed Amos, right? They signed Amos. The the safety yeah. that was cut, right? Yeah, they, that, I mean, I mean, what what are the odds of that? You know, come on. Yeah, I mean, Tim, <laughs> Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle going there ain't gonna help out. He don't he barely know the damn offense himself. We've seen it before he got cut. He's missing guys that are wide open. Listen, Tommy, before I let you go because we're short on time and Blog Talk be hating. Yeah. Give me your final score prediction: Jets Texans. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Well. Uh, I never go against my Jets, man. Jets 16, Texans 13. Let's go. Let's All go. Salute to Tommy. Again, I want to thank him for calling in. He took the Jets. Very few callers that took the Jets. I think Jeremy took the Jets. Tommy took the Jets. Somebody else took the Jets. I think there were three people that took the Jets. Everybody else taking the Texans. All right. We're getting short on time. I'm going to close out the show. Listen. My final score prediction, why not? I'm going to take the Jets as well. I'm going to say the Jets beat the Texans 10-7. to 7. I'm taking the Jets, man. <laughs> 10 to 7, I took the Jets. I'm going to go ahead and close it out because I don't want blog talk hating. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. 
All right. Follow your boy. I'll follow you right back. If you want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge. And I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, man. And I wish he was healthy. <laughs> I wish he was healthy, man, because this offensive line could really use a good, another good offensive lineman on it. Jeez Louise, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't wait for to see him come back next year. He'll be right back to dominating. But, yeah, go ahead and troll me. I'll troll you right back. I'm also on YouTube as well. Go on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, give the streams, videos, and everything a thumbs up, okay? It uh, really helps the content get out there. And, again, if you want to troll me, get in those comments, and I'll troll you right back as well, okay? And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, no matter what anyone tells you, okay? The hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening, you know, calling in, whether you salute all the savages, any way that you interact with your boy, all right? I appreciate you, and I want to thank you for interacting with me, all right? Until the next show, folks, you folks have a good one. Peace. Yeah.